I didn't always hold you close But I did better than most And now when I reach for your hand Oh, I'm clutching at a ghost I stare at the front door Cancel my plans There's no reason To dance anymore Oh, babe Let's not talk about Why we didn't work out It's too hard to understand you That dick in your mouth. Yes, it is, baby. I'm gonna need you to enunciate. Baby, it's just not the same without you around. I find it so difficult to sleep without that slightly overweight indentation sitting there next to me in the bed. And I end up rising every morning before I want to. So tired And I fall out of bed Stagger into the kitchen And I make my coffee Then I drink it alone Sometimes I catch myself talking to myself But that's alright because There's no one around to see it anyway I try Oh, I tried, I cried, oh, I cried, I bled for you, there's no more I could do, you wouldn't be satisfied. Talk about 
dick in your mouth. That sounds like uh, a man who's lost a turtle at the age of 10 and just jacks off still tremendously. <laughs> Who lost his what? Lost his turtle. Lost his turtle. I'm a turtle guy You're now. A pet turtle guy. Well, Tyson had his pigeons. I've got my turtles, man. What do you want from me? Pigeons are better though. They can. They have a height advantage. Bro, a turtle would fuck a pigeon up. No way. A turtle has a combat shell. Can't do much if the bird's like right on top of it and it's pecking down on its shell. Turtle is the Bruce Lee of all animals in the animal kingdom. If you can't hit me, you can't hurt me. You're more like the fucking Butterbean. And you're just swinging for nothing. So now I'm a fat, bald, turtle-loving... Well, good morning to you, too. I guess I'll never play three-quarter country on your show again. I see I've touched a pistol. Or, or that's something that Jacksonville Jaguar fans would just conceive to. That type of song. Concede to. Yeah. Conceive. <laughs> Concede. Uh, you're, you're mad because... Uh, How's it going in second place, anyway? You got to get any pressure from... Uh, I mean, I'm waiting for you to play whoever you got to play, and then I'll dominate <laughs> you. I don't know. I blew you out the first time. What are you going to do to change your strategies? To make so what he's play? referring to is we played Madden, <laughs> and I was beating him because he just doesn't know how to play right. <laughs> and then I gave the fourth quarter pretty much every advantage, every cheap, every cheap little thing you could to get you a win. I'm giving you theme music. So this is this is him happy. Just wait till he gets all pissed. Oh, this game's bullshit. I don't know why I keep playing What's this. What's the theme song? I don't know why I keep playing this game. I just keep throwing pips and getting sacked. And I love Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey's a good looking man. You're just jealous. I am not impressed. <laughs> Your team isn't. He's got a better mustache than both of us. I would have I would have first place if the game didn't cheat, cheat me out of... Uh, a fake interception, a one-handed catch at the one-yard line. I mean, line. it looks pretty real to me. Yeah, super real, super NFL-ish. <laughs> super <laughs> something I'd watch on a Sunday afternoon. Dude, you can't really tell me that the NFL on television is less rigged than Madden. Not no, like that. You just, you just fucked up. No, nope, like that, that blows your whole argument. No way. Not like that. <laughs> Never have I ever seen some bullshit-ass games like that. <laughs> Oh, something out of a fucking comic book. But anywho, Mustache Derby here. Back at it again. I think it's episode 10. Wow. 10 that we'll be putting out. How does that feel? You feel old? I feel aged. I feel older. I feel more accomplished than other people. Than yeah. people that haven't started podcasting. Like, a lot of people still frown on me, but I'm frowning on at several people at this point. Like, I'm looking down at Five or six guys that are below me now on the social I'm frowning all I'm the still pretty close to the bottom, but I'm definitely better than like a few people in the world. So I feel good. Oh yeah, I'm above the world for sure. <laughs> That's definitely privileged privileged talk, I guess. But uh yeah, it's been uh we didn't do I think last week's episode we were a little busy, gotta get <coughs> work things and moving things around. But uh Sorry about that. Uh, I'm feeling a little sick, but I just came back from New Zealand, so we don't call it COVID. What do you call it? Fucking the flu. Rugby. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I had to actually with that, because next or this week coming up, me and a couple of friends were supposed to all go to Tahoe. And so now that where Tahoe is at, it's at, you know, half California, half Nevada. But the California side is where the Airbnb was at. They canceled everything. Like, <sighs> so then, you know, Lance trying to find one in Nevada to see if there's, you know, if it's even worth it to get. So, in the last week or so, like half of the people have canceled, and now it's just kind of like, is it even worth it to go? I wonder how that works at the Calneva Casino. Right there. They got the, that one casino in Tahoe that's half on the border. 
And so, yeah. like, inside the building, you can walk across state lines and gamble. And on the one side, it's just, like, shitty, fucking sucks. And you have, like, stakes and beds, and that's the California side. And then everybody sleeps over there, and then they walk over to the Nevada side. But I wonder what that's like. That covers everybody's... Well, I mean, I'm, I there's got to be other casinos. You might be able to get a bed in a casino. I just don't know how essential, I guess, the casino business is. Yeah. There, but, uh... I mean, with all the uprising, it's bigger than it was in March. And so, my biggest thing oh, is... crush shit, though. No, it's not. Nobody's dying from it now like they were in March. They're just claiming they have all these cases, but the fucking death rate is... Well, deaths are going up, but they, they don't... They don't admit who's dying like they did early on of like, oh, it's these people. It's like, <laughs> people are dying, people are getting infected. So it's like... Right. Who's like? Let's see who is dying. Like, is it the same type of people, or is it literally like a a, a new, uh, you know, more people are getting? Denmark just did a study that we'll probably never hear about, where they they've concluded that they they found that they did two hundred and thirty five people or two hundred twenty two hundred twenty four two hundred twenty four people uh, that conf- that had COVID with severe complications, and they tested them and. Uh, they found that, like, three times more likely to get... You were three times more likely to get severe COVID if you had a... Basically, these leftovers in your system from, like, junk food and fast food, like like artificial, like manufactured food, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, preservatives. Uh, there's a... one. They had a couple of the enzymes that are left over in your body that they, they, they were able to, you know, test for. And, yeah, so basically, the test found that, yeah... The, People who were having a severe case, as opposed to just their body fighting it off, it was like highly likely that, uh, you know, very poor diet. Yeah, that's what I'm. I mean, with like, with the the holidays, I feel like people are obviously like most eating a little bit more, drinking a little bit more, consuming sweets rather than you know, fucking fruits and stuff or whatever. So it's like. Everyone's probably immune system in general is probably not where yeah, it should winter be. Time. But uh, kind of like Credit Rogan, it's like you still don't see any advertisement about health or vitamins or you know things no. of that sort. It's just stay away. Stay Credit away. me, motherfucker! I was saying that way before Rogan did. Re- oh, Rogan yeah. waited three months to comment on that. I remember. I remember listening to Rogan while we painted the basement with you, and we got mad and had to turn it off. Because I got so irritated that he was fucking taking the company line on the COVID thing so aggressively at first. Well, he wasn't saying nothing what were you about saying? this. What were you saying? I was saying that they aren't saying shit about getting sleep, drinking water, vitamin C, oranges, salads. I was saying that from day Well, all right. Not blown up on it. But I'm just from the first second. Because I, I saw this fucking coming. I didn't hear any of this. You didn't hear any? Oh, we, I said it to you. You were too bad because I wasn't worshipping Joe Rogan with you. Oh, not even. I was <laughs> just like listening to it and you're like, I just don't like You were like, oh, you're too good for Jesus? I'm going to turn this off then. Yeah, I'm too good to listen to this stuff. Oh, I know it all. Fine. I'm going to t- t- turn this off. We'll just paint in silence. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> This is what mom would do. Let's just turn it off. But yeah, it's on the rise. My biggest thing is hopefully these vaccines, quote unquote, will go place, will go out where it doesn't shut down the government. That's the big bit. Like if you shut down again, things are done. Things are. Things are. I I think things are over after if we were to close down again. If we did the same thing we did. Uh, and... See, I know what the TV's saying, but man, I can see my Facebook feed. Not, no, nobody's, no, no, nobody's fucking like there are like, people are always a few people are dying of something at all times, all right? And a few people die of all sorts of morbid diseases in this country every year. But with with this man, <sighs> it's political. It's not. It's not. Gets me so angry. I can't even. Yeah. Yeah, it's just okay. I'm trying not to say it. I'm trying to come up with like the polite way to do it, but it's just like, dude, with this, these people that are dying are at, are already sick. The only person in my life that got sick and died from COVID this entire time was a, f- a good friend of mine 
who had already lost 250 pounds of cancer, man. And all my friends who have known him half as long as me are walking around town to tell people he died of COVID. I watch him do it in front of me. And I'm just like, like, that's the kind of shit. Those are the deaths. It's not, you know, that nobody's, and especially now, I can tell even from the people sharing, because anybody who's afraid of it is going to share to scare everybody else. They're going to share anybody they know that got that fucking died. No, it ain't like March. Not near as many people are dying as March, no matter what the television is saying. I can tell because I have social media. And I know that, 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 no, that, that people don't even have the evidence now. Now they're, they're just yelling about all these stats, and that's why they talk about infections so much. There are a few people dying. There's always a few people dying. That's unfortunate. My grandpa died of a lung infection. Our grandpa, right before this all happened. Like, this, so, but, but, it's not happening at the rate, that any, it's not happening at the rate they're saying, and it's definitely not happening anywhere close to the rate it was happening when we first started. There's no way. Because I don't have people sharing videos of, of, or t- talking about, you know, at least I had three or four fourth degree of separation obituaries on my feed in March. I've got one this year, and he was my friend that, you know, no, he did not die of COVID. He fucking got it fucking two times because he had no immune system left because he was fucking dying of cancer. I saw that guy go from 300 pounds to fucking 160, 350 probably to 160 right before, you know. So anyway, that's just, I'm sorry. I just touched a nerve. <gasps> it sucks because it's fucking, it's what we're still dealing with and what we're about to deal with with this next president. How much, how much do you think it has to do with the ventilators not being used as much and in the same way? Where everything was all about ventilators in March. Right. And then they killed a bunch, they blew up a bunch of people's lungs, man. Yeah, I found out it wasn't the good thing to do. Yeah. We stopped, so, and nobody wants to talk about that. We don't want to, I mean, we, we don't need to hang anybody, but we need to talk about it. We need to admit that it was a fucking mistake. We need to admit yeah, that we killed people. Yeah, we're going to be blaming people. We need to blame everyone, not just blaming yeah. few people. Like, we can't just be, in my opinion, it's unfair to blame Trump for I wouldn't say like all of it but like he has partial blame the governor of New York has partial blame governor of California and all these other mayors and governors they all take partial blame and if you're gonna call out one person Trump for oh he knew in January right but it's like you guys are governors he didn't he didn't uh, the one thing that I guess I liked the one thing I liked about what he did was that he gave the states every control that they wanted. He, if he was a dictator, that would have been the perfect time to say martial law. I'm taken up, right? Yeah, it's the perfect time to round up and take full control when you have that. And he did, and he let left it to the states, which I thought was super good. Yeah. Now, when you do that, now it's not like. He has no blame. He can't do nothing. Like, he still has to... I don't know what he has to do, but... Now the governors have to take more responsibility. Right. And you've seen what happened in New York. It's a shit show. Yeah, and New York York locked down harder and more and first, you know? New York was at the head of the lockdown movement from the beginning, so... And you had more people probably leaving New York, I think I saw, than California. Like, I don't know how many people are going to be in New York. That's drug my stupid ex-girlfriend back here. I shouldn't even call it. I'm not an ex. This fucking dumb, this mistake from yeah. fucking eight years ago. The craziest person I ever fucked. She fled New York. Now she's back in goddamn Colorado. Thanks, Cuomo. You fuck. But uh, yeah. No, like okay. And here's the other thing. You know how I know that Trump knew in January? They're right. Yeah, he did. Because he tried to shut down all fucking flights from China, and then they called him fucking racist. Because the in the beginning, that that party was not tracking COVID. They were ignoring it, and they called it Republican propaganda. I remember very clearly because I was watching it in December, and I even started to flip on it. I remember watching it and deciding that this might actually be some weird Republican fucking fake news concoction. Because it was so not being talked about. I'm like, how could this really crazy thing in China that I'm finding these leaked videos from all over the place, but never on mainstream media, be not even talked about anywhere else in the world? What the fuck? Yeah. But then, sure enough, it turns out to be real. So then my fucking anger and blame flips immediately back to the Democrat Party. I was mad at the Republicans, but it turns out, once again, nope, it's the fucking people who own the fucking news. The Steens who fucking made this fucking thing go away, so we don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. And so, I mean, and it was, yeah. 
I apologize. <laughs> no, but you're right there. Oh, I didn't want to get on here and yell, man. Damn. No, but I just feel like COVID, it, there's a slight health. There's a there's a health issue with it, you know? Be safe. Yeah. I think that's I think that's not crazy at all. Like, just take precautions to be safe and, you know, wear a mask inside when you can, I would say. Eat a salad. If everyone would just eat a salad and drink water, we'd be fine. Yeah, if everyone were to take care of their immune system and work out and not hide in fear yeah. and all to like actually work on like being healthy and it's actually proven that if you were to get it, you're more probably more likely to not suffer as bad as suffer yeah. the effects. If no. people would stop treating their bodies like a used porno mag. Yeah. The same page. Yeah, the same page. It's just like the same staples in the dude, same page. Like if you eat McDonald's every day and you drink nothing but coffee and soda and, and liquor or whatever, you never drink water, you, go, you eat fucking food that you fucking but, microwave every day and then you want me to wear a mask? Fuck you. Yeah. Like, you never fucking get exercise? Fuck you. Like, you're gonna fucking wear your body to the point that the fucking government has to keep you alive with, like, the Matrix and, like, pump shit into your fucking body and then a disease comes out and, like, like fucking get lost. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't... Yeah. I, I gave a... I'll, I'll give this scenario and then we'll, we'll move on. So I gave this scenario to mom and it's... So the scenario I'll give is it will work for both, right? So what we'll do, we'll travel, we'll travel to a month ago. We'll travel to November. It's the Monday after election, okay? Uh, so election was like on Tuesday or Wednesday. In this hypothetical world, right? Everyone votes, they count at the, they count. You find out Friday or Saturday, Biden wins, right? Trump's thinking about doing what he's doing. I'm gonna, I might fucking see. I might go, you know, he's whatever he's thinking about doing. What he actually did. He's thinking about it. But Monday morning, he comes out in his tweets. He's, I concede. I lost. I take the loss. Whatever, right? So he, let's say he does it the traditional way of handing off uh, the presidency, right? Smooth transition. But he says, uh. In a month, you know, so Trump, uh, so like right after that Monday, he says, we got to get a new bill in that's going to get things going again. So this hypothetical is we're going to get this, whatever bill pass, whatever amount of money, six trillion, whatever fucking ridiculous number that this bill is going to have, right? Everyone's going to be essentially kind of like uh, employed again. Small businesses are back up. They have the money that they needed. People that haven't had jobs are employed. They get a stimulus check essentially. So they get a little help and then they get employed again. But this can only work in the bill. For this to work, for everyone to get back to work, everyone has to mandate a mask. Inside and outside. The only way you can take it off is if you're in your residence. So if you're outside running, you can wear like a ski mask or whatever. But you have to wear a mask outside and inside. But everyone is employed, right? So that's scenario one. In this other scenario, uh, everything's, uh, everything's kind of the same, but Biden's elected within his first month same bill same tactic right we're gonna pass whatever bill we need to with x amount of money everyone's employed but you have to mandate a mask until until further notice three months but everything is back to normal which scenario do you think is more plausible trump's or biden's more plausible um i don't like, who do you think? I guess the question is, would you, will people buy into this scenario? And if they did, which scenario would they buy into more? 
Because this is well, I guess I see exactly the same scenario with two different people saying it, right? That's pretty much kind of it. It's like same, same bill. In a hypothetical world, Trump is transitioning or conceded, but he still is like, we need to get this going before, you know, the holidays or whatever. Well, I guess I would just see that only half the people would listen either way, right? Or like whatever the people that, if Biden did it, then. Republicans probably aren't going to listen in there. Like, it's my business, my rules. And then uh, if Trump did it, well, I know if Trump did it, then the Democrats would decide that they made it up or something. I don't know. I definitely feel that uh, a lot less people, a lot less people would make a big deal out of COVID if it, well, Trump wasn't president when it happened. This was just an opportunity to yeah. finally get rid of this guy that they've decided is responsible for the last 80 years of American history for whatever reason. Right. So I, I would say I think it would work better. How would it work better? I think it would be more plausible for, if it was under Trump's. My opinion. If what mom said was like because if he were to come out and kind of have like this apology and like really be like sincere and be like guys we need to do this type of thing. Yeah. I think the crazy right or whatever, the Trump supporters, crazy people would be like, all right. Yeah, I guess as you were saying, because the, the Democrats are already so scared of it. Like, they're the one that's driving the mask. They're the one that's driving this yeah. narrative of, if you just wear a fucking mask, right? Like, as if a mask is the only thing that's... Exact, exact, right, a mask, but you don't fucking take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so you're going to wear a paper towel around your face. Like... And then get mad at me for not. Dude, it's like you're not taking care of yourself. It's like I have an in and out. I have an in and out solution for that. Like anytime that comes up about whether or not masks work, I'm like, fuck you, Paul is positive. Like I'm sorry, the masks are got COVID. So either a the people making us wear masks don't do it. So fuck them. And okay. and obviously and here's the thing, everybody needs to wear a mask. Only works if everybody needs to wear a mask. Here's so and, and that will never happen. Obviously, because Paulus got it. So either the masks don't work, or he's not following it. Either way, masks aren't going to work on the big on the grand big picture because you don't have isolation anymore. Number two, bro, I got fucking. You heard about my crackhead Forrest back here? I see him every day. Uh, those motherfuckers ain't going to ever wear masks. Yeah. Ever, and they wander the whole city, and they're in contact with thousands of people a day, and they've probably got it immune systems, so they're carrying all these diseases because they've already fought it off in November. They were the first motherfuckers to get COVID. Are you kidding? So, like, yeah. This idea... Here's my my big thing that I'm at now is just that it's childish to hide. You cannot hide from this. It's in every fucking country on Earth. New Zealand, fucking, they diagnose it as something different. They say, that, whatever. We haven't talked about Sweden. You know, like, they stayed open and they were fine this entire fucking time. They've never had a blowback. Also, it's a way smaller population, though. New Zealand, way smaller population... And you're isolated. The most isolated country on earth. Like America. Know? Pretty big country. A lot of people love their freedom. People want to go out and move around. Fuck loads of traffic from all over the world coming and going from here every day. From several cities. Las Vegas, Yellowstone, Washington, LA, New York. Yeah, like... It's just like... Some of the comparisons of like... Of like, oh, but what about this country? It's like, yeah, do they have 300 plus million people running around? And... You yeah, know what I mean, like the, one of the biggest economies in the world. And I'm sorry, we're going to we're gonna go there. Don't yell at it. The most obese country on earth. Oh yeah, facts too. Obesity is like what the number one, number two killer in, in America. Pretty sure it's number one now. If it wasn't before, <laughs> no, we are the fattest country on earth. So when people talk about this, oh our healthcare, oh this, we didn't do enough precautions. No, we're a bunch of fat fucks. There's no healthcare for that. There's no healthcare for somebody who doesn't fucking go for a walk once a week at least. Drink water. Eat a piece of broccoli. Like, you know, there's no fucking help for you. You're going to die before one, me. One head of broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that would, I guess that would bring me to my next thing would be, uh, like, low Darwinism. Uh, <laughs> we are certainly seeing natural selection. I, this... <laughs> I think this is a thing is like natural selection 
I think the more that I'm learning about nature and learning about what the hell it is and what it chooses, we're like the only species that's known to date that could talk, can build stuff, communicate, build vaccines and stuff. And it's like, we do all this stuff, but it seems like we're like fighting natural selection. Like certain, like polio vaccines and stuff, like there's tremendous stuff, like inhalers and whatnot. Like medicine's improved tremendously, but mm. as far as like... Except for that part where then they made another polio vaccine in Africa that you inhaled that was made out of chimpanzee kidneys and contained HIV. Oh, I'm not saying it. <laughs> but I'm saying so like, we kill ourselves with those chicken sciences. Chicken and stuff. Why are all these people dying of COVID? Because their body's wrecked. It's not because they're fat because they eat too much. It's just that a lot of people... If you're fat, you're not necessarily fucked with COVID. It's fine. If you, there are big people. There have always been big people. But there's just a really high... Most of the people, though, who eat total garbage do end up fat. This is killing people who eat total garbage. So that's why they're within that category of fat. That's also why... We have a lot of family that are large people and they all had COVID and they fucking licked it because they're, they eat fucking real food every now and then, you know? Yeah. Luckily that they got, they're probably like, whatever. I'm glad that they're okay. But it's just, yeah, natural selection. Like on this, it's like, okay, if you're going to keep with your routine, if you're going to keep course you're going and you see where the, the end goal is here. If you just keep on that path and you catch COVID, more or less, probably going down option A. Or... Going down the road of the panda. Yeah. But if you uh, <laughs> take care of yourself a little bit and fucking have some discipline and respect for yourself and eat a little bit better, go down option two. Which is the corn. You may get it, but you have a better fucking chance of fucking living. Corn covers this earth. Yeah. Corn is actually in control of everything. We are simply little bees pollinating corn. We work for it. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of are, aren't we? <laughs> we just supply the food or tend to the food. Corn is actually what's running this fucking world. I blame corn. It's not Trump. It's corn. Hello. Corn's like my favorite vegetable. That's <laughs> pretty but I guess the thing is like natural selection is okay to talk about animals about it. Yeah. And environment. But we're right. talking about our own species, our own, own other people. It's fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I keep changing the subject with my little dumb jokes, but you're right. But it's, it's kind of weird that it's like, no, it still applies to us. We just don't want to admit it because it's not humane, but it's like, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing uh -huh. that natural selection is still... I mean, right now, yeah, these people that won't... I'm sorry to villain, but I'm tired of hearing about them like they're victims, like they're helpless victims, like they're not. They had all kinds of options, and they've had all kinds of heads up that, hey... If you're obese, you stand high risk. And if you don't fucking like, if your solution to that is to watch more fucking television oh, and yeah, yell and at then, people on social media for for not for talking to, for having disagreeing about masks and lockdowns, and then the media not spreading about exercise and health. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's in lieu of or instead of doing, no, um, no. But reading those, so I read of that book, Origin of Species. You're not trying to survive. You're trying to be eliminated at that. Point. Yeah. yeah it's like self self-loathing it's like this victim mentality that us people have which it appears that nature has found a way to try and tidy up that part of our collective psyche and help our species get to the next level yeah really fucking <laughs> I'm amp, sorry I'm over this amp up our uh, our fucking primal primalness I, but the first chapter I was reading about him leaving is like it was it was interesting the way he was comparing like certain animals and the way that genetically throughout generations that they've mutated and they've like nature selected them and they've like weave through like time like talking about like dogs it's like there's like seven generations of dogs to get to where they are now to where they've came from yeah and like I know you've like talked about like certain birds and certain birds will real territorial and they'll like they'll mate a little bit more than the other ones but it was where I think he was saying like horses only have like 
one generation. Like they barely have mutated. And farm animals, cows, have barely mutated. Over well, time. I wonder. You know, I wonder how much of that is just that he had, we hadn't found anything else yet in his day. Like you know, going back, we only have these random fossils we find. So maybe just missing pieces. I don't know. That's interesting. I. I think it's cool, man. I, I mean, I definitely see it. Like I said, we're seeing natural selection before our eyes in the, in the human race. Yeah. We, we've definitely seen, we, 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 uh, we use artificial selection to create all three animals you just named. Horses, dogs, and cattle are all man-made, basically, creatures that were, that were evolved under our direct supervision for that purpose. You know, horses originally were too small to ride. They were horses in the ancient days, but the reason they, like chariots were a thing instead of people riding the archery and shit from a horse's back, that comes way later. That's like 580, 1080, like with the Mongols and shit like that. Like then people are riding around horses shooting arrows. Before that, for like 2000 years, dudes were in a chariot getting pulled by horses and shooting their arrows. They're, honestly, if you think about it, the chariot's more stable seems like a better way to shoot arrows. Why would you switch the horse? Well, you're, yeah, whatever. It's better. But point is, the reason they didn't ride on, ride on horseback before is because the horses were too small. A horse was more similar to a cow or ox in terms of usage. It was just a fast version of an ox, basically. It was a labor animal. And then people figured out they could make them bigger and bigger by picking the biggest horse over here and the biggest horse over here and having them fuck. And then you got a baby horse that was big maybe even bigger and you kept waiting for that one that was a little bigger than his parents and you just kept breeding them breeding them breeding them and you ended up with a horse and one day somebody's gonna ride that motherfucker boom dogs the same way like obviously look at these horrible abominations of nature that old women are walking around with like on these fucking yipey fucking miserable creatures that fucking shih tzu did not evolve naturally. We made that. Oh, yeah. For sure. And not in a beaker. They're we pugs. made it by controlling which dogs fuck and, and their, and their t- traits changed over time. So we know it happens. I think one of my craziest issues when people think that, you know, natural selection isn't a thing. It's like, how do you argue against that? It's everywhere. We, we see it every day. Yeah. You could say that God is steering it, I guess. But to just say it doesn't happen, that's just, uh, that's just, f- f- like, fearful, I guess. You're, you're not looking at the data because you think it's Satan talking, so you can't come up with a counter-argument, you know? But there's other comparison, too, is... It's it's an interesting concept, but saying that, like, women is nature, because they ultimately have choice of who who they mate with, technically. Oh, that they're closer to the... that they're the arbiters of natural selection. Yeah, that they... They're the judge. Yeah, so like we're fucked. If you look at the, <laughs> that explains why the twentieth century. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's <laughs> it's definitely. So what you're saying the, is whoever made Justin Bieber, this is all, all their fault. Him and fucking Shawn Mendes. Because the dude just fucked. The girl chose the fucking moron that created the Justin Bieber. She's like, I oh, want yeah. his sperm. <laughs> It's a, it's a uh, it probably sounds sexist. It's not, but that's an interesting concept that women would choose. Uh, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. If you I minus see like, yeah, kings or whatever, like the rape aspect of like you know, yeah, because that's a thing, I guess. Right. But if you minus that and say like, women, because this kind of goes back to like that Adam and Eve story I was maybe telling about of like chaos and order. The rape scene. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's my favorite part of the Bible. <laughs> the the Weinstein office, but uh, it was kind of saying like how women will make men uh, self. Uh, you know, you ask a girl out and she says no, that makes you go crazy. You're like fuck, like oh yeah. And so like having that run around, and then at the end of the running around, she picks you. But she has to pick you. You can't just fucking, you know, take her. Cause that- yeah. Oh, and they, yeah, that they control men's decision-making process on a grand scale in a lot of yeah, ways. I mean, they make you uh, self-conscious when, when they tell you no. Yeah, big time. And so you go like any other animal kingdom, birds or squirrels or whatever. It's men are always doing these dances. Men are always 
doing things to impress the woman and the woman is judging you. I got your sperm. Sperm here. You're not good enough. You're not good, but he is. Spicy red hats. Yeah. Cold butt light, dude. Cold butt light. I got nowhere to go. <laughs> so it's just interesting that like maybe that's, I don't know if that's going to be playing a part moving forward, but I mean, it seems like it has, right? Throughout yeah. Thousands, maybe millions of years of women is pretty much the pinnacle of where nature goes. In any, I feel like, you know, I guess at the highest, richest level of society, maybe that disappears because wealth becomes such a huge factor. And then the wealth tends to be concentrated with the men. So at the very top, maybe not as much. But in our world, at our level, you know, in general society, in the middle, in the lower, like, yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, you can see it in the, look at the music scene. All the women, the very few, all right, the five girls in all of Denver that were going to fucking punk rock shows decided that what every, everything that would be considered homophobic, racist, uh, masochistic, etc. All these new social justice work, you know, they, they, they create all these issues, didn't create them, but they chose, they, they are the arbiters of that in the scene. And so what the girl, these girls get together and decide they want to be into as far as what you're, what you're supposed to talk about publicly, what your opinions are supposed to be, dictates very quickly all the dudes in the scene most of the dudes, not all of them, but it, it, well, every dude in the scene, that it, every dude around them will react. Most of them will react in a complicitory manner. It's like a new, it's like the new social norms are coming. Yeah, and it happens fast, and it definitely starts with the girls in like in like the music scene. The girls decide they're into this or into that, and then one by one, different levels of the guys will change their behavior, or just you know, I consider it changing their behavior. But you know, they'll just suddenly come out with their really strong opinions on this issue that you've never heard them talk about in their life. Well, they they have like BLM. It's run by three women. And they, you go on their website, it's kind of like trying to empower more women in the black community. And it's like run by women. And then, like, kind of what you said, like, you know, you plant the seed, and then if it spreads little by little, it becomes more norm, and then it becomes a social norm. And then it's like now well, you have to follow it, or you're an outcast of, of the tribe. This is a scary one to talk about because it'll rub some people wrong, but this is like part of the experience right now, the male experience for sure. And this show isn't just for men at all, but yeah, it's whoever wants to like, listen to it. Yeah, yeah, but like, I just, this is, man, I have something definitely to say to that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say. I'm like, but don't do it. Is, but no, there is this feel or movement of destroy the white, destroy the white hierarchy, and distribute that to minorities and different sexes, and or genders, because we've been a, the oppressors for so long. Now it's time for us to hand over everything that we've conquered. What I we've think it's just a way to start a fight. We don't have it. What are you going to take from me? Or from you. We don't have this shit. They're accusing, you know, it's not. There's, it's, it's not white people. It's fucking powerful people of every race and color and creed in every, every country on earth are doing, you know, there's rich, there's billionaire fucking black guys, billionaire fucking Latinos, billionaire fucking, there's, you know, we just see, so I feel like it's not even about, it's just to start a fight. It's just to get yeah, people to fight. It's to, it's to make us feel different and make us feel attacked. They've been doing it my whole life. They're and provoking. Then, They're like, the white guy's always the bad guy in the movie. And in fact, it's always a fucking blonde dude with blue eyes 85% of the time. I know this because I'm a fucking ginger. And every goddamn movie I've watched since I was about seven years old, all of a sudden, you could not have a fucking bad guy that was a female <laughs> or any race other than, you know, white. Okay, but what was I going to say? What I was going to say that I have strong to say about this, though, is that let's, go, let's back up. Um, like, because I don't want to attract a bunch of, like, proud boy whatever I don't care I don't judge them the way I don't think that they're not near as militant and scary as other groups from what I can see Antifa is far more of a fucking threat to my fucking safety than fucking proud boys will ever be but because people would say that was weird but I don't want to fucking preach their shit I just want to, like like I just want to talk about one fact that you pointed out here that was yeah you know why BLM though is run by women online because you see, as a musician, you see this straight up. No one will click on a man's fucking video anymore. 
you have to have so much production. You have to have so much going for you with marketing, a brilliant idea. You know, you, you, yeah, guys can post videos and they can go viral. But those videos are like tons of work or extremely lucky. You know, these are, this is not, maybe, you know, women, maybe, maybe they don't have the same chance, any better chance to go viral. I don't think that's true. I think they do have a better chance to go viral when they post things, but let's just throw that aside. They definitely, though, at the smaller level of posts, a fucking attractive female, 300 fucking interactions, no matter what crap they put up. A 20-year veteran musician that has fucking seven drummers that want to play for him, four people that were offering to record him for free, post a fucking song on Facebook or on YouTube or on Instagram, eight fucking views for the first three days. Another guy posts a video drunk of him playing for three hours with no marketing other than a large woman in a, only a bra dancing around drunk while he plays guitar. 300 fucking views. Okay. There's anybody who says that this, that they don't see this is full of shit. It's everywhere now. Everywhere. Only fans is taking over the world. So that's it. You have to have a woman, not just for attractiveness. You've got to have a woman because you've got to be a, a pro woman country, you've got to, you know, which is great. But for example, my business partner is a woman. You know how much easier everything works when we post on Facebook? I get 17 fucking messages now. I let her do it. Yeah. So that's why BLM is run by three women, officially at least, on, you know, on, on, online with the images, whether or not they're actually the leaders, I don't know, but that's a huge difference in how effective you can be. And everybody's going that direction. Yeah. That's just more acceptable. It's the more liberal thing to do, which is nice. Like, it is nice to be more open. To Combining that and the sex. Both. Both. It works. Both, both effects. Even for a BLM thing, I guarantee you, there's a million fucking creeps on their fucking follower list that are, like, liking all their posts. Yeah, yeah fight the power. If only more white people would admit to what they've done. I'm yeah. with you. But are you single? Because I, I feel like <laughs> it's a stupid argument. That, like, this guy, Douglas Murray, he just, he just said it. Uh, the way he said it was just so... Uh, I don't know. I would say he just said it. so. Right was that they want to, for instance, they feel like they want white people to apologize for you know ancestors, whatever has been done. And, it, and his thing was like, was like no, I'm not gonna apologize for something I had nothing to do with. And what I was, so it was just like this argument of privilege and this. It's like no, like don't. It's just, it's just so. Uh, it's just a dumb argument to like, oh, you got this and then it's like, apologize. Like, I ain't apologizing for shit. Well, I'm I had definitely nothing not. to do with fucking Indian murders. I had nothing to do with fucking European. If those exploration. guys, if those guys had to do with that, if they had to do a suffering through these things, slavery and genocide, yeah. then I know that they wouldn't be calling them, then then they wouldn't be calling each other nigga. Just like fucking their grandparents didn't, because their grandparents lived through that shit. And they wouldn't fucking do that. So, like, that proves the fact that they will fucking turn that into a cheap way to market a rap video. All that culture and pain. And they just oh, use it as... And then and so that, means they didn't, that means they didn't suffer through it either. That's proof right there. Well, and also it's like everyone can say it besides white people once this song comes out, whatever it is. Yeah, that's been, you know, whatever. But, well, I mean, yeah, it's horse shit. But yeah, not one. I've never, I've never read or heard a recording of or ever seen anyone who lived through even the Jim Crow laws refer to another black person as nigga. No. Anyone who actually lived through it doesn't do that. So if you do that, you didn't live through it. Which means I don't know you shit. Because I didn't live through it either. No. Guess what? I was born in a fucking trailer park. Or, you know, like... Well, just, like, the story of it is just, it's just so stupid. Like, as you said, it just seems like whatever's on the news seems to be provoking or antagonizing some, some type of movement. Yeah. So it is very, uh, 
don't know. I think it, I think it's just a stun. I don't I don't think anything is gonna happen of it for this thing of like it's gonna be another civil war. It's Any like, other people can have a conversation like this and talk about our people are picked on and it's fucked up. This is the bullshit we have to deal with in our life. This is what people do to us collectively. This is how everyone's against us. They can say all these crazy things, and it's looked at as appreciating their culture and protecting themselves and this great it's all positive yeah. but a couple white guys sit and do this and this is like gonna get flat it's like some kind of white supremacist fucking whatever yeah it's uh that it is a little weird that's like I don't know to get certain holidays and certain months that are dedicated to certain races and it's like but what about us? Like, oh, it's like... You, know, you already have everything. But tell you what, you know what'll happen if you go to a hospital without insurance? They'll send you the fuck out. They will not look at you. Yeah. I mean, if you're shot, maybe. But, uh, no. It, they, anyway, the, the, we have... Yeah, there is suffering for... There is. We, there's no program for me. The other thing is, guess what? I have a new business partner who's female and not white on paper. I got... For the first time in my life, you know what a grant is? Apparently the government just gives you fucking money for free. Just here, go start a business. Did you know this was a thing? Yeah. If you're not a white male, you can go get a grant. Isn't that cool? (laughs) There was was like a grant for having like orange hair, like being a... There's, there's a there's, ginger grant? There's stupid grants ah. out there. You wouldn't believe the stupid grants that they would, would be willing to hand out. But there was like another thing I saw, or not saw, but like I read of like Harvard has to filter filter out some type of like Asian uh, minorities because there's either like too many of them or like the way that they're trying to diversify colleges so that you have to like, you know what I mean? They have to like kind of exclude or include more Asians or the numbers right, and it's just weird that it's like we're going for diversity type of thing, and it's like, no, did they do they have the GPA? Are they like worthy to be at that school, or is it you're looking at their color and being, oh no, come in? Yeah, like that's well, like, sometimes the, 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 you're creating as many problems as you're trying to solve. Well, it just doesn't make sense of like, for instance, like the the CEO of Reddit stepped down and gave it to I think a black woman or something, and he's like, I'm a you know, diversifying this. It's like, that's cool. If that's what you want to do, if she's qualified or he or she's qualified, that could run it. Hell yeah. But if you're just doing it because of sex or race. I thought CEOs weren't supposed to appoint their successors anyway. Well, in general, when when they're having public pressure with these bigger companies and they're handing They already know who's going to ascend. Yeah, this is the next person in line. My thing is like, that's awesome. If they're qualified and they're suitable for the job, and they are yeah. of color or of another gender, awesome. But if you're doing it because of sex or gender, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Because then it's like, if it's, they're not qualified, then business goes down. But at least you're diversified, where it's like you're qualified and she's diversified, or he or she. It's like, that's... Look, look at the irony of it, that it's exactly the problem it's trying to fix. You're saying that what's not fair is people who aren't the best candidate for the job aren't getting the job based on race. So what's your solution? Make a law that dictates that people will not get the job based on their best qualifications. They will get it based on race. Just going the other direction. Like, you see what I'm saying? They're, they're oh, saying that... NFL, the Rooney law, a Rooney, Rooney rules. What's the Rooney rules? You have to interview, I think, like three minority candidates. If you, so it's like Vance Joseph. Oh, fuck. Like, they literally had to interview a certain portion of minorities and, like, whites. You can't just have nine candidates white and that one black I don't think I guess it'd be three but to and that happened from like the Steelers they're like the most progressive team right yeah and then, or in a way they, they could make an argument because yeah Tomlin's been given the reins for 15 years 20 years yeah like the Steelers have I think done it right as far as that stuff goes but yeah the Rooney rules is like you have to interview X amount of minorities to you know, whites and... Well, well, thanks a lot, because Vance Joseph was the most unaccountable fucking blame-shifting piece of shit the Broncos ever had. So that's great. Well, I think it's Elway at the end of the day. 
I mean, you've had eight years, seven years now to... You've had once two Super Bowl appearances, but because of Manning and people wanting to play with Manning. What? No. So it's like Elway. Who? How many Pro Bowlers has Elway drafted? We've we started the last four or five years, three and six. Did you just six. say that we averaged a Super Bowl every four years? No, I said we've had two Super Bowls. Yeah. I see what you divided it, but because of Manning. No, Manning was actually, well, you might give credit that Manning, Manning was a huge part People of why won. they went the first time. But Manning did more to prevent the Broncos from winning the Super Bowl they won than any team we ever played against. Manning might as well have been MVP every game for the other team. Manning would play the worst year of his career in Denver when he won the Super Bowl. So I don't... But people want to play the, with Peyton Manning. People want to go play with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. So... People want to go like, oh, Elway and the Broncos. Love it. Who, who came to play with Peyton? And how, how did they, they, why didn't they help him that year? Why, if all these no players... No fly zone. You got fucking offensive linemen. You've got Wes Welker. Terrible offensive lineman. You've got... You, I'm talking about... No, you're, you're looking at the first year. You're looking at the Seahawks year. At the Broncos... The fucking Panthers year. The Super Bowl win... That offense was shit. So if anybody did come to join Peyton Manning, they were on offense. And I don't care, because that was the worst offense that ever lifted the Lombardi Trophy. Let's look at 2017. How many players are still on the team from 2017? One? I think that's Garrett Bowles. We extended him. You got Von Miller? I think he may have may have drafted him. Von Miller and Cortland Sutton. I think Sutton's a beast. Miller's a beast. Wow, Fant is a years, beast. Eight years. Well, it took eight years to get two good, pro bowlers. I don't. I don't. So you're gonna. Drafted, I don't care. Well, no, no. Here's the other thing. You know what else? You take those fucking three. Make sure you give full credit where credit's due for those fucking garbage years with Vance Joseph, derailing the entire team. Make sure that uh, who, the who, biggest mistake who Elway ever made was who signing Elway. Up? Yes, or signing Vance Joseph. Yes, mm. he, he signed that guy under weird fucking NFL pressure mm. and weird rules and all this shit that you're just talking about. Like, yeah, no, like Vance Joseph is... Kyle Shanahan. Like made, John done. Elway made himself... Made a mistake. He could have got what? Kyle, maybe. We don't know. How, yeah, everybody... You could say he did it. But look, I'm not saying he's the best guy ever and I'm not trying to just defend Elway flagrantly. He's made... He's done some things that don't look good. But when I look at the big picture, I see eight years. I see two Super Bowl appearances. I see an extremely talented team right now that... The timing was, it was extremely bad timing to have a bunch of rookies on the field on offense, but you couldn't have seen that coming last year. No one knew COVID was coming. So we're rolling out a team with five fucking players on the starting line that are first, second year or less. We're going to have problems, but next year, so I don't know, I see a good team. Two Super Bowls in four years, one victory. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good when you have Manning. And you don't really... Manning had nothing to do with the Super Bowl victory. Yeah, he did. No, he did did nothing but throw interceptions. People stayed to play with Manning. People were under contract and they wanted to play with Peyton Manning. Straight up. Yeah, because Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, and Drew Locke, and Chip Kelly, all these quarterbacks that have stayed the last handful of years. Good job, Elway, for... Really finding the quarterback. Good job oh, yeah, switching these head there. coaches that really don't stay. Good job at starting every year He's the not last perfect. four years, three and six, consistently. You're in the back end of the offense of uh, talent. You're always ranking in the 25th or above. 26 to 32 in offense. Well, you might be right. We'll see. So this talented offense you talk of is still at the back of the line. I also, well, I also think it's kind of childish, though, to talk about Elway. Without bringing up, without mentioning anything about, without without looking at Elway right now, and judging him without taking into consideration the fact that no one knows who owns the Broncos right now and hasn't for like this entire span you're talking about. I think that has. I think Elway's done a beautiful job considering that. Considering that the ground is falling beneath his feet and all hell's breaking loose, and people are more interested in suing each other and stealing the team from each other than, than helping it, and that he's got factionism going on in his own front office where some guys are secretly working for one party and some guys are secretly working for another party because they think they'll have a better position if they win, and therefore they're undermining Elway himself whenever they can get away with it if it helps their party gain an advantage or make the other party look bad. All that's been going on for like eight years over this Pat Bowling being dead and we don't know who owns the team. 
You gotta put that in the equation too, man. I don't because Elway, Ellis, and whoever the two other owners have known Bolin for who's the 23rd. owners? There are no owners. There's three. There's no owners. There's three people. There's no owners. Can I talk? Yeah. Okay. There's three people that are running the team. They're not owners, okay? But three people are running the team because they knew Bolin and was in his cabinet. They're trying to do what he would do instead of doing what they would do their. That's what they say. But you know, you've known Bolin for X amount of years. You're still fucking up the team. You and here's the your thing. draft picks are garbage. I have one more thing. I would like to reply to that though. I want to reply to that. Sure. Yeah, you you said owners. No, you got three guys running the team. You don't, and they're not really running the team. The thing is, they the fact is, no. Listen, I want to talk. You got three guys running the team. Supposedly, you're not running shit if you don't know who's your boss is tomorrow. You They're know. holding it together. No one knows if those guys are going to be in charge tomorrow or the day after that. They don't know how long they're going to be in charge. They don't know who's going to be in charge after that. So that causes factionism in, inside the organization because people are placing bets for their own careers on who's going to be the boss tomorrow. This takes this interferes with Elway's power. It interferes with people being honest with him. It interferes with a lot of things. It's a lot to go on with. So these people, they're, yeah, they're running the team de facto right now, but they're not any more permanent than he is. The fact of the matter is nobody knows if those guys literally tomorrow are going to be their bosses still. That means those guys aren't as effective as they could be. Well, when you have three people running the team and you have Joe Ellis running the helm of it and Elway knows Joe Ellis really well, you still can't get things done. You still can't get to the playoffs. And the ownership is out of, out of the hands of Ellis. It's about the NFL and the court between the family. Without with all that, until that's when resolved. When you're the GM, you shouldn't be worrying about the ownership. You should be worrying about getting the talent around the. Yeah, team. yeah, you should be. You're right, but no one will be because everybody is worried about their own careers. Everybody's a greedy fuck, especially as you get older. So all these guys are over forty, right? They're all out for themselves, period. And there is an opportunity here to get yourself into better position with the future organization. That is in a lot of people's minds, and it is fucking up the day to day business of the operation. There's. You can say, we don't know what the NFL is going to decide. Because it's still up in the air, no, they're running. You can only run a team less effectively. If I had, if there was no, if I'm working in a company and I don't know who my boss is going to be, if I know my boss is getting fired or I think my boss is getting fired, if I think my boss is not going to be here for a month, that changes how much I listen to him and it changes how I go about how I balance actually doing my job versus making them think I did my job. And it definitely changes when I have another boss telling me that he would like me to do something different. And that Elway deals with that every single day. I doubt that because you've had the last eight years where you're butt buddies with Joe Ellis. And you guys have eight years to figure all this stuff out. In the last four to five years, you're not figuring it out. Your contract ends next year. So you're trying to just do what you can to just leave a good future. But you're not really doing anything positive. So... Ellis and Elway need to leave. They do need to sell a team to Bezos or someone. There needs to be an ownership. <laughs> you want Bezos? So, and this is someone other than Bezos. Because the Bolins aren't going to get it. You have. A, so we're fucked. Because yeah, you have two sides of the family that are arguing over. As soon as we get handed, as soon as the Broncos get handed to a corporation, that's probably then they're going to be just as shitty and hopeless, and and impossible to ever get a title. As every other team in Denver. They're going to be in the same bullshit situation that the Nuggets have been in my whole life and that the Rockies have been in my whole life. No, well, they've been fucking it up. They need to sell the team to someone else because it's not staying in the Bowen family. And Ellis and Elliot are fucking it up. Well, it's weird that your your statement in one sentence half backs up what I say and then half goes goes back to blaming Elway. But like the I'm first half of it... butt buddy group is so yeah. close to Bowen. In that sentence, they're though, not leaving. They I have hear you. full control. And in that same sentence, you said that it's not working. That, they, that, that, that until they find an owner, it's not working. You just said yeah, because it in you have sentence. two parts of the bullets fighting over the one Boom. object. It's That's not going what to I'm work. Saying. So great, we need to get rid of LA, but we don't know who's. We got to figure out who owns the team first. They need to sell the ownership, but the people that are running the team right now need to leave. We've got to we've got to sell the team. We got to figure out who they're holding the on first. because they're butt buddies with the Bolins. We got to hold that we got to comfortable. Great. It's safe. I agree. It's comfortable. I agree that this can't function as long as that we don't know who the owner of the you team throw is. Them out. That's all I'm saying. You you throw throw out, out the fucking only people holding it together. Throw them out. Hold out the only people. Yeah, out. 3 and 6 is fun in Denver. Throw 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 that out. Throw out the only people holding that this fucking disaster together. 
and see how good you are. Like, I don't I'm agree. I'm fine. Get rid of Elway. But we need to find out who the fuck owns the team first. Well, we can't because until the NFL and the lawsuits. Yeah. Well, and if you allow utter chaos to pick our next guy running from the fucking team, you're going to deserve what you get. Yeah, because three and six the last four years has been uh, fantastic. Three and six for four years. Consistently. The first nine games is in three and six every year, <laughs> last four years. So whatever they're doing is not working. There's, you know what? The other, the other Because you love Ellie. I'm not taking away from his player. He's had, up till 2015, a great GM. Yeah, I don't love Elway. After this, after that Super Bowl, it's been a disaster, and he has yet to fix problems. We don't have a middle linebacker for him. Again, though, you said it. Until we, as long as this fucking team doesn't have ownership, they're fucking wrecking it. Like you said it in that sense. Like so, we bring somebody else into that situation, they're going to do just as bad, probably worse, because yeah. they don't know the people they know and they don't have the ability to hold these factions together. I'm just saying that. Yeah, fine, get rid of Elway, but until we doing it. Eh, whatever if that's what you think I don't agree I think handing this team over to the corporate wins at this moment in this gelatinous and shiftable of a state that's just guaranteeing that you get a Satan to take it over we need so, new eyes on this what's that we need new eyes on this team we need new management we need new we need eyes on it period yeah we need owners they don't know who the fuck owns the team that creates so much instability yeah, the three people that are running it are not doing well enough yeah because they don't know who owns it that, that fucking changes your ability to run a business. Trust me, I've run businesses, and if motherfuckers don't know who's the boss is, you got problems. Well, we can you agree to problems. disagree. Yeah, fine. We, yeah. we can agree to disagree. That's good. I'm with that. So, well, it's almost time. But you get ready. What? Oh, we're getting up there. Yeah. His Broncos play. Got f- football. Watch who they playing today. Panthers. Shitty Panthers defense, apparently. So everyone expects Drew Locke to be throwing 300 yards. And got that, but... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. It's Mustache Derby. We're out. Adios. <laughs>